Let's do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> because Black Lives Matter, you feel that I'm saying your life doesn't. Oh, what about me? What about me? Well, this is not about you. It's not about you. And when you make it about you, not only are you diminishing our claim that we obviously feel the need to have to say, which is our lives matter because all lives are not being impacted like these black lives are, okay? I don't I don't remember ever actually uh, seeing the need of a police officer on the neck of a white man until he could not breathe. I don't remember a white man being on the ground crying out for his mother, literally saying, I cannot breathe. And then doing that, I don't, I don't remember it being recorded. I don't remember a 13-year-old or a 12-year-old white boy with a play gun in his hand. And these kids mm-hmm. are known nationwide mm-hmm. to be the owners of paintball guns, to be the owners of airsoft guns, to be the owner of what looks like, you know, a real pistol and it's just a BB gun. Like, these are those kids. Right. But we never hear they got shot down overkill style. For that reason. And why is that? Right. It's because you already know that white lives matter. You care about white lives, okay, to the degree that you handle them differently, and that is what we're drawing attention to. Okay. And so what we'll see is, then again, just going down the feed against this argument about what people are saying about hashtag Black Lives Matter is, well, this wasn't shown in the media. You know, a white couple who was going to go visit their family, um, their their family's grave was shot and killed or killed um, in the riots and things like that. Didn't see this. No one, no one rioted for them. First of all, again, <laughs> do you see multiple people, older couples every single week that are getting shot and killed who are going to go visit their grandparent or visit their family grave? Because, yes, that absolutely is a problem. Sure. If you see 20, 20 uh, uh, couples in a month getting shot and killed going to the grave. That, oh, uh-huh. that didn't happen? Oh, okay. So, yes. I am sorry that that happened, but your level of pissed offness is not where I'm at right now. That's that's <laughs> not even a comparison right now. We're not talking about that. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's what I'm seeing on the feed. That's what I'm being shared. And that's, that's what I was talking about earlier as, like, y'all realize what you're sharing and what, what that message is, is insinuating and saying is, you're trying to compare something and distract and deflect from what we're saying, from like what you just said, the movement. Right. And it's, that's a disheartening thing. Like, I don't, it's funny because um, literally I'm scrolling. <laughs> I mean, there is no shortage of posts. There, it's just of, of the, of the ridiculousness that is being shared. I mean, it's the, so unfortunate. It, it is, it is. And it's like, what, what did you hope to, gain from this mm-hmm. from you from you saying this so that's but so the other thing is is not only are you saying well i didn't see you know i didn't see the outrage over this situation or this situation well because that isn't this situation and not to say that you shouldn't be outraged well then you should start a movement for your outrageness but uh back to the regular schedule programming black lives matter i mean and dare i say again Black lives matter. Black lives matter. And then you say you say all lives matter in the sense of inclusivity, I assume, right? As if to correct 
the standpoint that only Black Lives Matter because that's what you hear. That's, and that's something you, you need to deal with personally because it's obviously not what's being said. And if all lives matter, then what about the Black ones? Okay. How can all lives matter if the Black ones don't? Make it make sense. So it's so steep, and I feel like it's this circular argument, and it's only circular because you're refusing to see. Because, okay, and this kind of goes into what I was saying earlier about people saying, well, all lives matter, and we wouldn't even be having this issue if y'all wasn't strong so much to you know, being divisive and bringing up race. And it's like, again, I have to because I'm not seeing any other race at the rate like I'm seeing the African-American community being killed, not hurt, as you said, but murdered, killed by the same group of people. I'm not... I'm not seeing that with any other race. And if that's the case, if you if you see something, please correct me. Please post it. Not only that, but you start a movement, too, because you should be enraged. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm not. By the way, I don't have a monopoly on, on all the movements. You, too, can say um, white lives matter, Hispanic lives matter, Chinese yeah. lives matter. If you see a group of oppressed people um that are constantly in the news being um killed disproportionately right disproportionately you you dang on right you better start a movement and listen i support you what are you seeking to gain by saying and and that's the problem because it kind of sounds like correction all lives matter right right and i'm like i i said to myself well let me look at myself and I say, oh, no, it's not me. It's not me. It's y'all. It's definitely y'all. Because that's how it comes off. This is my stance on the matter. I'm important, too. Well, what you are treated the... as such. Oh, my God. You are treated as such. Well, and, this... and so are your counterparts. They are treated as such. And therein lies the problem. I was about to say, right. And this, that's the problem. You're not listening. And you're you don't want to see. And you're not taking up the cause because it's an uncomfortable one. Because you are so self-absorbed, culture-absorbed, subtly racist, I'll say it. Um, Please, thank you. And you you most likely probably don't even know that that's how you're coming across. No, I don't think so. I think think the idea that what many are saying, because literally I just read the post and it was like, I just want everybody to love each other. Great, great. Uh, Does that mean that the love includes not killing black people or is it okay that, you know, because again, we unfortunately we have to ask. Well, again, uh, back to their schedule program, uh, Black Lives Matter um, hashtag whatever. Yeah. Like, yes, I want everybody to love each other too. But first, we have to love each other, and first, you have to understand that my life matters. Because the way you acting is as if it doesn't, and you don't even realize by you saying that again, you're undermining what I'm saying, and you're right. and we're acting as if. We have not had this long history of oppression, and mm-hmm. and 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 oh, I don't know the word for it. Um, like the, the brutal, the like the brutal treatment mm-hmm. of black people mm-hmm. in this country. 
you're acting like as if that has just never happened. It's just just one-off incidents. It's you know, and it's like where what are you where have you been? What are you talking about? And so because it doesn't happen in your backyard, in your and this is what we're saying, you have to have the conversation. Because it doesn't happen in their backyard, in their communities, like like a lot of this is it a shock to you? And if it is, would it kill you to acknowledge someone other than yourself? And when I say that, I'm talking black lives. What right. do you say that they matter? Like, let's look at it from that angle. Why is it that you can't acknowledge that? Wow, good question. Because that's because that's 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 something that's happening there. Yeah, that's a good you, point. That. You in trying to prove your point of view, you're willing to go so far as to negate a point that has uh, come to the forefront in the sense of it needs to be said, it has to be uh, made. And you, what does that mean if you if you acknowledge that this that this is important? So that's all you're saying. I see where you're coming from. You can't even you can't even do that. Wow. And I feel like again, so systematic to the point where, uh, well, what's the problem? Like I don't I don't understand. I don't. And as and as a result, you you put the Stacy Dash. Oh, you put Candace Owens, you put Stacey Dash, you put this other black man who we will not give it credit of acknowledgement to. Right. Like you you put these and faces. These are the token <laughs> these are these right. black people get it. Hmm. <laughs> like I'm right. looking at the bag. Like See, I told you. I well I told you. She yeah. said it. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. Like is I'm sorry, is this the spokesperson? It kind of goes right. back to what we were saying earlier, like the spokesperson of all of all of all things yeah, black. You've decided uh, and delegated. This is your new token, Negro. See, the, so listen, this is what my Negro the, has to say. Right, my Negro that I just found said that you guys are overreacting, and George, you know, George is not a martyr, and it's like I, I can't even get into that video. Oh my God, but he is dead, isn't he? He is dead. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So again, hashtag. Black Lives Matter. And then to say he's not a martyr. <laughs> like, okay, and I, and I want to, okay, I need to say this. Because, again, you're missing the entire point. When I came across another post and it said, um, you know, the cops have been convicted. This is why we're protesting. This is why we did it. No, this is not why we did it. George uh, Floyd. This is your response to it. This is your response to it. This is not the beginning of this movement. And can we acknowledge that, that probably would not have happened had this stuff not happened? You said. But anyways, these people being um, brought up on charges probably would not have been a thing if no one said anything. Right. If no one did anything. Right. Well, absolutely. I, I, yeah. Well, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. But, but. To say that I want to I want to give more credit to. Um, what has been done prior to this week's events mm-hmm. and within the movement of not just, and I, and, and I don't know all of the movements, but I know there's, been, there's a lot to make this happen. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. the activism and things like that. And so, although I don't know it, I just kind of want to give it a over like a general umbrella, like shout out, but to say that this one man is the one reason why we um, are angry and we are protesting and we're and people are looting is inaccurate. 
because by saying that you're also taking away um a credit from i don't know it's not credit but what am i trying to say you're stealing from the other people that have lost their sons and their and their daughters and their husbands and their fathers in previous incidents in previous years Ahmaud Arbery right like mm-hmm. you it's not just George there's many 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 others that this that's the reason why we're protesting we're protesting for the bigger picture of oppression and injustice and it's like, so, so like, yeah, it looks crazy. Cause you're like, so when you see posts like, oh, where's the looting for this guy? Huh? Well, it's, we're not looting for this one guy. You're completely missing the point. We're looting because we're angry uh-huh. and it's displaced because we don't know who to point it to. Sure. You know, so this, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that just made me so mad. Laughter keeps on crying. I'll tell you. It's wild. It's really wild. And the fact that you have to defend taking a stance on the validity of your own humanity is just, it's, it's sickening. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's crazy too. The, and this is the point because I do have I, I understand, you know, the position that I take is, is controversial, right? Like my background and everything, I, I, I get it. But I am willing to like I wanna make this clear, like I'm willing to hear what you have to say. You know, but at the point where you like I don't know what it's called, but when you feel like you're willing to listen to the other side and you disguise it with this, well, why don't I just want everybody to love each other and I'm you know. Hey, um, we're a I big family. We're gonna leave it at that. Okay. Um, but that's the part where it is is really upsetting to me because you're hiding behind this false sense of community and I just want us to all get along, but then you do, you you put this passive, aggressive meme or statement up, and or post up, and then you okay, push in, signed off. Everybody love each other. I mean, if you don't like it, whatever. I mean, that's on you. It's because you are ignorant and you are trying to be divisive and you are trying to keep the racism alive. Uh, what? Am I oppressing a large group of people? That I didn't know about. I, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And and unfortunately, we could do that a million times over. Like no exaggeration, right? We could do that over and over again. Yeah. But the reality is, I'm not so much into changing someone's point of view as much as. I would appreciate if people who look like me could express theirs and not have to um, combat with, well, just because your point of view is different, not only do I have to combat with your ideas because you're bringing it to me as it is, as it is mine is a problem, but also the fact that 
when you bring me your point of view, it is literally, it comes across at least as if it is to negate what I'm saying. Like, again, there's this, like, this air of, ah, you don't see it. Let me correct you. Let me help you. And some people can sit around and say, well, that's what you're doing. Well, what I have to do it if you could literally take one breath and say, with me, yeah, black lives matter. Because when you say all the lives matter, if you're not saying it from a problematic stance, then you are including black lives in that, are you not? Right. So, okay. And here's and here's what I I want to say is I believe the difference in is in the messages between us is our message is not negating their message. Right. And and it was never about another group of people not mattering. Right. It Y'all brought saying, that up. Yeah. And and why? <laughs> and why? Yeah. Why? Why do you feel like you have to jump? And you know, and it, uh, okay, well, in the <laughs> white fragility, um, mm-hmm. you, I get it. You feel guilty. You don't know what to do. Um, this is a sensitive topic, and so the first thing you want to do is kind of soften it a little bit for yourself, make it more palatable. Right. Make yourself feel better, and the way you do that is, you know, you you try to pour rainbows on it and and sugar and make it sweeter and 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 kind of paint this picture as if, great guys, we're just one happy family. Let's just like let's not even talk about the racism. Let's not even talk about the division. Oh let's not even gosh. talk about it. Like we're we're fine. And I had to do this, but you know, let's just what if, uh. Let's look at it like this. We're all at a table, and I'll leave that right there. Okay, let's leave that there. That's the problem. That's the problem. Okay. That you can't acknowledge. Okay, you're right. Or that yeah. you, for whatever reason, are too uncomfortable. Well, it's not comfortable to see this man get killed. It's not comfortable. I don't think it's comfortable for anybody. I think the riots in the... Uh, the protests show us that it's not comfortable. And but when has it ever been comfortable to be born a crime or to be born a problem? Right. You literally have people saying, well, you chose this in the womb. Okay. All right. And that's, again, and we have to, there are so many, so many things to contend with. Right. And just trying to exist. And I heard one white person say, um, it, I have never felt um, afraid in getting a routine traffic stop. It's never been a fear of mine. And I was like, hmm. Wow. And I and it wasn't even like a oh duh because it's white privilege. It was like it made me look at my own experiences and be like, huh, I do know what that feels like. Right. Especially around the twenty sixteen time when like I don't know, but for some reason it just seemed like it was like back after back after back, you know, back to back to back type of, you know, coverage and reporting on these type of incidents. And I was just like, man, if I ever wanted to feel like, oh, I'm the acceptable black because of my job or because of the people that I know, even yeah. holding up under the scrutiny of these realities being shown in the media. And that is, you know, People literally being killed, and that, and and that, for me, it was just like, again, they're not getting hurt, they're not getting their nose broken, they're not 
you know, getting punched in the face or something. It's not just that. It's that this brutality, this viciousness is going to the point of no longer existing on this plane for these people. Right. And I just pulled something up because I, I think it's just important that when we, when we, again, continue to talk about it, because George Floyd just happened, where it's a focus, it's a hyper focus on him. But, but what we're talking about is George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, um, Deion Johnson, the the, the uh, Michael Brown, like these. Freddie Gray, like Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin. Sandra Bland, like, and on and on. Mr. Castillo, like, and on and on and on. And on and on and on. And so this is the movement. It's not just one person. It is one of the many persons that that we're talking about. And, again, please, you know, create your your movement of white people. Create your movement of Chinese people. That that you see that are continuously going through this problem too, please. I'm out. We will protest with you because we do care. You're absolutely right. All lives matter, and Black lives matter too. Yeah. And I and I and I only bring that up again because listening to. Uh, she makes me so mad. But listening to why did you have to make a statement specifically about George Floyd and his his statement? You didn't do that with Ahmaud Arbery. Like, so why George Floyd? He's not a martyr. Well, what about what about Ahmaud? Like you, you're so what you're trying to do is put the focus on this one incident, and that means you missed it too, ma'am. Because we're not, it's, this is not just a one-off. This is continuously happening. And I feel like, have we, have we not articulated that? That I, I thought that that was articulated in, in all of this. I mean, there are black people who are a lot more intellectual than I who have said these things. I thought so. Their, their okay. white counterparts and uh, uh, co-workers and so on and so forth. And through the lens that those people look through, it's almost like we don't live in the same world. Yeah. And I don't know what it would mean to acknowledge that because to me it's not hard to say white lives matter. It's not hard to say it's not hard blue to lives say matter. That. It's not hard to say red lives or brown lives. It's not even hard to say all lives matter. Right. But in doing so, I don't feel any guilt about those things either I don't feel any um frustration in having to acknowledge a marginalized group of people who have been treated unfairly and uh killed at the hand of um overseers who then turned to the police force who then allowed black people to become a part of that to quote unquote level the playing field and create equality and then to still see Black lives not being treated mm-hmm. as if they are of value. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes into a level of teaching people, you know, 
respect and honor for being human. And you don't see us like that. And I don't care what none of them say when it comes to that. I have seen too many times um, certain examples of us being considered less than and treated as such, talked to as such, handled as such, murdered as such, um, separated as such. I mean, let's just talk about it. Like, you didn't want us to read, more or less be in the same classroom with us. And where we can say today, spitting on someone is a felony. I mean, come on, bro. Like, you spitting in people's face, you know, you burning up their house when they're not home. You burning up their house when they are home. Like, just Mm -hmm. this level of hatred that has uh, literally been woven into the fabric of what it means to be American. And I can't speak for other places in the world, but I know, you know, that to be of darker shade is to, you know, in some cases be of lower socioeconomic status or, you know, lower class in the caste system. Like, just just kind of comes with the territory, you know what right, I mean? But right. in America, there's a level of brutality that is just, it's scary and it's sickening. And the fact that you can live your life and experience this privilege of not knowing what certain things feel like. I bet you wouldn't trade it to be black. I bet you wouldn't. You know what I mean? In this day and age or or prior years, you would not. You would right. not give up that privilege that you don't want to acknowledge exists. Right. And then yeah. there's the part, uh, I could go on, but I'll leave it and, there. But, but, but yes, yes, please, please go on. Because, hold on, let me begin before I can the mic, a speaker too. Within our generation, we must go on. Right. We, yes, we'll, st- like, this is what I feel like we do. And, and I, and I realized, and I'm like, I did this earlier where we feel like we have to apologize or we have to, and you said it earlier too, like, why do I have to defend my point of view in, in this injustice? Mm-hmm. Why do I have to justify why the slaughtering and the murdering of, you know, hundreds of black men and women um, in a year in the same way, mm. like, is wrong. And I feel something about it. Why do I have to justify my anger in that? And why do I have to concede to this point to say, you're right, it's not just black lives, it's all lives? What? Right. Again, conceding to what your point of view. Your point of view. <laughs> your uh, your respectability politics, if you will, like just acknowledge that I'm right, and then I can acknowledge that you're right, type of thing. Um, it, it just reeks of me, 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 me. Like right. Oh, enough about you. What about me? Enough right. About you. Yes. What about me? What about us? I. I mean, do you have the same problem? Um. Uh, so let's talk about. The dinner table example. Okay. If I really explain okay. it, I, I have to do it. Because I have been considering, one, how that even, how you even, like, try to make the correlation to something so serious. You know what I mean? Right. And mm-hmm. that one that stood out to me, that I'm like, damn, you you looking at it like, well, a dinner table, right? Okay. But again, you are you are entitled to your point of view, and you are also ex- entitled to trying to express that and explain that to the best of your ability. So when mm-hmm. I receive it, I'm like, well, 
let's say, let me let me do the dinner table, right? We at the dinner table, okay? Um, everybody's food comes, but yours. Mm-hmm. Everyone's white, I'm black, and you're white. And everyone else's food comes and mine, but yours. Mm-hmm. I just, it just depends on how Karen's feeling that day. Yeah, not caring. Okay, I said Karen. it. I think okay. so. I think it depends um, on on how she's going to respond to that situation. Mm-hmm. But you know what I don't think wouldn't happen is it wouldn't be the statement of, well, I can't give you my food. I mean, because that's not really the problem here now, is it? Well, mm. if it was you and I, Heather, and my food came out first. One, because we're community together, I'm assuming that we probably eat the same thing. Now, no, you know good and well I'm not going to eat no steak, no pork, no none of that off your plate. However, you might say to me, if my food didn't come, well, Zach, you want some broccoli? Or you want you want, you want to try my potatoes? Or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. another piece of bread? And I'm like, is that just the consideration of who you're with? And by the way, hey, where's her food? You know what I mean? But it's almost like not only are we not worthy of defense, but you don't see the need to do it because in your mind, even defending me is not going to solve the problem. I can't give you my sin. What? Because <laughs> that, that's the solution. So I just need to be white, and that's what I heard. Right. That would solve the problem. Well, you would have got your food if you, if you and, had the same Or thing. is that what you think I want? And, and again, do you not know that I take pride in being who I am and looking how I look and having this wonderful melanin and uh, right. being, you know, I take pride in that. That was not an accident on my creator's part. But it is, and you know, and I would have never considered honestly that, like, until you said it, I, I, I wouldn't have in the sense of like, oh, well, I can see why you put some sort of way about that statement because you're right, like, wh- of all the uh, solutions... <laughs> You flat out said, no, I'm not going to give you my food, because what would that do? Well, and you compared it to giving me your food is giving me your skin color? Yeah, yeah, that happens. And I said to myself when I heard it, I said, you know what, God is going to give me the word to explain why I feel like whiskey tango foxtrot. Okay, I, I, I get it. I get it. And again, that very well may not have even been the intention, but because this is the lens that you see that situation through, and it's the lens wherewith you will not acknowledge or look at this situation, yeah, there's some scrutiny. It it requires it. A news gonna come out soon. I just <laughs> there's this. I feel like that's perpetuated that statement of well you you want my skin tone you want you want my skin color right is because there's there's a lot of things going around now with the argument of you know I'm I'm born a black man I'm born a black woman and I can't change my skin and this is how you treat me and this, 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 this. and so it kind of paint, it kind of gives them impression that oh so you want to be white or you want to mm-hmm. be a different color other than you are and it's like you know mm, no. I'm absolutely proud of my skin color. I'm absolutely proud of my my heritage. Um, 
and I, I, I would like for us to articulate what what we really mean when we say that. When I don't say we, I don't say that. But when that is being said, as far as like I can't change my my skin color, I woke up like this. I'm black. You know, like what is it that you're really saying? Because to someone else, it seems like they're hearing, "Oh, you want to be white." And I would have, I would have never considered, but that's what you're taking from that. Because even in hearing it, I guess being of African descent, I don't hear that. I hear a acknowledgement that because I look this way, you treat me a certain way. Period. I feel like. I would not have considered that point of view until you just said it like, well, dang, why do you feel like that's a solution of giving me a different skin color? Mm-hmm. Like of all the solutions, not equal pay, mm-hmm. not equal rights, not it's changing myself. Right. And not only changing myself, it's changing myself to look like you. Right. Oh, but, gosh. Again, there's a mental hierarchy. And um, <laughs> let's come back to it. I was talking to my sister, and she was like, I mean, it's not like you could give these people a racist test before you give them the badge. And I was like, hmm, that's a good point. I guess you can't necessarily give them a racist test. And I said, and I thought about it, and I was like, I mean, like, we could acknowledge how they view humanity. And then I was like, ah. But it wouldn't be the same now, would it? No. No. And again, therein lies the problem. And not only that, but you still need people to fulfill these positions and do this job. It's not just going to, we're not just going to disband the entire police force. Right. Not in this great country. (laughs) No way. That's not going to happen. So, what is the solution? And so this brings up a conversation I was having earlier, and this was talking about the, you know how, and you literally, you said this, I couldn't believe she said it, because I was like, oh my gosh, you, you literally said this, and when we were talking about, you know, when we're talking about the military, there, there's the, you know, uh, UCMJ that mm-hmm. governs um, the behavior of military personnel, so you know like you go ahead and act crazy if you want to you're gonna pay for that mm-hmm. you're gonna be for the man okay um but then here you have officers who have authority to search seize and arrest um and they are not governed by a a um similar strict um authority Mm-hmm. And so she was saying, well, basically, like, I think they need to have just as strict, if not stricter, um, oversight. And right. that sounds really good when you first think about it. But do mm-hmm. you remember a few years ago when they were talking about militarizing police forces, yes. like giving them, right. So it's like, well, if you get, we got to be careful what you ask for, because that can make the problem worse. If I give you the military oversight, am I also equipping you in the same way as the military to give you that oversight? Sheesh. Which could give us a worse problem than we already have because now you really backed. Mm. You know, and now you got Kevlar and 
tanks. I don't know if you remember yeah. back. I can't remember exactly the situation it was, but they, you know, they were talking about getting military tanks and stuff and Kevlar protected, you know, vehicles and equipment. I mean, it was just crazy. Oh, the police, giving the police those things. Right, giving the police these things. Uh-oh. So, I was like, I don't know if, if that's the answer. So, I had said, you know, I felt like it was more of a Yes, we need the oversight for training aspect. And she said, well, how can I train you? <laughs> She's like, in the heat of the moment, if you don't like this, you know, like, you knew not to put your neck, or excuse me, uh, uh, your knee on this mm-hmm. person's neck. You knew not to put her face in the water. Like, that's my, that can't be overcome with training. Hatred can't be overcome with training. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's, a, that's an absolutely good point. Yeah. I, so... so so mm, I'm coming for it then. It goes back. Yeah, it's, it's it's really tough. It's really tough. And I just love talking to her because I was just like, I mean, she, you know, she again, she's like, uh, I believe in the booing. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well. <laughs> it's a completely different point of view than mine. And, mm-hmm. but, but I go back to then, okay, well, if it's tra- training and it's not militarizing them, then... I want your police chief. Mhm. I want the city delegate. I want the mayor. I want. Yeah. I want them. Yeah. Somebody got to Somebody got to be held accountable. Somebody got to answer. Cause I feel like if they yeah. know that they gonna have to pay because they officers did something, you might be more um, prone to making dishing out your own consequences to keep them in check. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like if the, if the, when the first sergeant gives the directions um, that we about to have um, zero five muster, you know, that's the, that's the running joke is they say, okay, zero five. And the gunny tells the staff sergeant zero four. And, mm. you know, the staff sergeant tells the sergeant zero three. And you know it goes on and on and on until yeah, it's zero two, and you've been out here since midnight, and you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. on. <laughs> it was a company run, <laughs> right? Right? Because because I'm not gonna be held, you know, responsible for this, right? And I expect you to be late, so I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you so much grace that you can't mess this up. 